Hello, women of God. This is Erica. And Narcelli. And we want to welcome you to the Upstream Pursuit podcast, the leadership podcast for Christian women going against the current. Hey, Pursuers, we hope you are having a wonderful day. A few weeks ago, you may have sat down and watched the Grammys, or perhaps you heard about some of the things that took place at the awards show through all the different mediums that you may listen to. I know that I haven't been watching the news as much, so I actually heard about the Grammys through a worship leader that I know, admire, and follow. And um, her name is Jasmine Wheeler. She's the worship leader at a church here in Fort Worth called Mercy Culture. And so I shared Jasmine's post with Erica, and we both felt that it would be a good idea to discuss it briefly for today's mini-sode, as well as discuss some of the ways that we feel Jasmine modeled going upstream for us. Yes, Jasmine shares how she has watched the Grammys over the years to get a pulse on culture, and this year she noticed a complete loss of the fear of the Lord, and highlights how, and I quote, there was a loud, blatant, consistent mockery made of the things of God coupled with a sickening aim and evil agenda to make bondage look attractive to this generation. Um, She then went on to highlight six instances where there was this mockery scene. I have it pulled up right now. I was going to give you guys a couple of examples of what she did. One of them was a video with Madonna, who she says currently happens to be under an international human trafficking investigation, gave a speech boldly glorifying rebellion, honoring the troublemakers in the world. And then she provides the um, the little snippet where she specifically is talking. And then she's got one where Sam Smith uh, performances. She's got a picture of it. And she says, that was followed by Sam Smith's blatant demonic performance of one of the most popular songs on TikTok called Unholy. Sounds like an unapologetic anthem of perversion and bondage for a generation to declare. And then she goes on to have a couple of a uh, couple more of, of those. She's got Jay-Z on there. Um, She's got Lizzo um, and a couple of others. So, yeah. So she gave examples of, you know, what this mockery looked like. Yeah. And obviously the post resonated with a lot of people because um, the post, the last time I checked, had generated about 7,900 likes. It also had over 350 comments the last time I checked. And those comments were sort of split between Christians and and non-Christians, there were a few comments that I saw that were from non-Christians. It wasn't many. So it was really interesting to see how Christians responded to this post because on one end, there were many Christians who shared a uh, a lot of encouragement and encouraging words and just kind of thanked her for being bold. But then on the flip side of that, there were some Christians who were not okay with her post. And it really just highlights the cost of being bold. I think that's something Erica and I always talk about. Anytime that you are going against the current, it will cost you something. And for all of us, that's going to look different. I think in this case, the the cost, I think, for, for Jasmine, in a sense, is that it's, it's criticism. Criticism. And, you know, sometimes when these people come to the comment section, they on one end are are basically highlighting someone from their perspective, right? They're highlighting someone's inhumane attitude towards another human being but at the same time they're also being inhumane to the person who's creating the post so they're criticizing Mm -hmm. a person Mm -hmm. 
for doing something that they're also doing in their comments. And so one of the examples that she highlighted was Sam Smith, I think it is, and Kim Petras, I think that's what they're called. Look, y'all, I don't listen to these people, so I don't know how to say even say their names. So it's fine. They have a song called Unholy, which I don't understand at all. Nevertheless, so they had just won an award. And instead of the people cheering for the award, what they were cheering was that this Kim persona is a, is a person who was born male and transitioned to a woman. So that basically the whole focus of that speech was not about their artistry. It was about her identity as a transgender woman. And so when Jasmine in her post is addressing this person, Jasmine purposely does not call this person um, by her trans pronoun as a, as a female. She basically, instead of calling uh, Kim she, she says he. So not acknowledging the transition that this person went through. And so some of the criticism that she got was that she was just being not very compassionate because she was intentionally misgendering this person. Now, we talked about this in our episode on whether Christians should use gender pronouns. And I think what me and you arrived at was that it really depends on the individual. I mean, there's nothing in scripture that tells us that we shouldn't or should. In this case, Jasmine decided that she was going to call it what it, what it is. And people were really upset about that. It was actually Christians who were basically attacking her for misgendering this person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think with that, another part of her cost was that just like what you're saying, she's criticized for judging. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I think is pretty frustrating when it comes to how Christians should respond to each other as Christians and then those who are non-Christians. One of the, the verses that I can think of is Ephesians 5.11. And I honestly think that she might have referenced it in her post. I'd have to go back and look at it. But yeah, um, I think she did. Too. I believe she did, which made me kind of go down this little rabbit hole of like, let me look up that verse and see what the context is of that verse and whatnot. But anyways, long story short, Ephesians 5.11, specifically 5.11 and 12 says, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them for it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. One of the things that this shows is that there is a call for us to call out, um, to speak out against. And it's important that we are, as Christians, defining what is right and wrong. And of course, encouraging people to live in the way that is right, according to biblical principles in, in scripture. And this idea that we as Christians are being judgmental, I think is really difficult to take in when scripture does point us to do those types of things. And sure, we do need to use righteousness and humility when we're when we're doing that, but we are still commanded as believers to point out sin. And it is for the benefit of others, but we are to point out sin. So I think for her, it is a cost. There is a cost of her being labeled as someone who is judgmental. Yeah. However, that is a cost, right? I mean, that it's something that is unfortunate, but at the same time, it doesn't mean she's any less right for doing what she's doing. 
which is, yeah. is, is calling it out. And we talked about like love rejoices in the truth. I want to remind us of something and it's uh, 2 Timothy 3, 16, 7. It says all scripture in, is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every yeah. good work. We forget that the scripture is the revelation of God and that he tells us in his word what is darkness and what is in darkness. And yeah. and so, I mean, just because we don't like something doesn't mean that it's not right or that it's it's not true. So there were a few other accusations that I read just kind of as a common thread throughout the comment was you're unloving, you Christians are so unloving, you know, again, love rejoices in truth. The other thing is like, you're disrespectful. Um, some people said that she was fear mongering. I know Jasmine. Um, I don't know her very well, but I know she is none of these things that people are accusing her of. But sometimes whenever we go into these, these places where we're being bold and gentle, part of the cost is being accused of things that we are just gen genuinely not, you know, yeah. I'm super proud of her. When we talk about the fear of the Lord, that's not instilling fear in someone, but I think it actually proves her point. And her point is that yeah. we have lost that. It, we have lost yeah. it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also saw, you know, there were, there was a comment about expecting the world to become like Christians. Like they were angry at that she's, she has the audacity to expect the world to become like Christians. And the fact that, you know, we're not a Christian nation, which I feel is a little debatable, but, and then stop trying to force the beliefs on other people and calling it as hatred. And again, you know, I think this is coming from perspectives that obviously are different. And yeah, I think there is a desire for people to know the Lord and come to the Lord. So as much as the world may not be of Christian character, yes, as Christians, we do want them to be of Christian character. Okay, yeah, you don't like the, that that's the, the case, but that is the case. We want everyone to receive the love and grace that Jesus has and for us to want to seek that and desire that and to be saddened and upset when it's not is a natural feeling of someone who longs and desires for others to know Christ the way we do. Yeah, and then I think in addition to that, it goes back to the hypocrisy. I mean, on one end, we're criticizing a person for supposedly expecting the world to become like Christians, but then at the same time, I'm supposed to sit there and watch this show and let this person's unholiness and, and lack of godliness minister to me and my children and my family. We're all doing the same thing. We're all sharing the things that we are passionate about. Yeah. And I would say, you know, I know that you're saying, you know, well, we don't have to sit here and watch. In reality, we're not, right? As Christians, we aren't doing that. And and I think she was very clear that she does it specifically for the purpose of trying to see where the culture is. So it's not necessarily for entertainment herself, but for her to gauge where we are as a nation in that. And I think that's important to note because that's I don't good. think as Christians for us to participate this in this and not see it. Well, then we're here kind of out here kind of yelling like, whoa, hey, be careful what you're watching because you're actually being fed something that is not of God. And that's what she's trying to say is that this is not of God. And, and if you are a Christian, you think it is, here's my red flag saying it's not. And I think that's important to note that, you know, a lot of people will be like, well, then just don't watch it. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not. But the point is, is that there are kids 
next generation and brothers and sisters of Christ who are watching this and not being fed well currently in their state to know better. And as brothers and sisters of Christ who love our other brothers and sisters of Christ, it's important that we are pointing out why these things can be detrimental to us because they are not of God. That's so good, Erica. And, uh, and just to clarify, the point also I was making is that the criticism mm -hmm. is that we are pushing our beliefs on a group of people or on others continuously, yeah. while yeah. others who do not believe, believe in God are doing the exact same thing. Exact same thing. That's that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. you know, it's yeah. it doesn't have to be the Grammys. It's in the movies. Yep. It's in, yeah. it's in yeah. everything. Um, and it's in the yeah. music. And y'all, um, I'm, I'm going to go there, right? I sat with a friend today and we were like, yo, like, let's just look at these lyrics, like these unholy lyrics, right? And like, let's see what they say. And I could not stop laughing. And the reason why I couldn't stop laughing was because I work so hard at as a songwriter to write <laughs> lyrics that makes sense. And it bothers me that I'm not making millions because I feel like my songs have like really good things to say. But like... Yo, I'm sorry. I, I have to I have to show you. Mommy don't know Dottie's getting hot at the body shop during something unholy. He lucky, lucky. Like you made millions and got an award for those lyrics. I'm sorry. Well, if it's mommy and daddy and like and they're married, that's not unholy. That's holy. Or are they talking about cheating? But the point that I will say is as I was looking at these lyrics, I was listening to the music and the music has got a great vibe. It's got a good beat and it's so yeah, enticing. And it goes yeah. back to, you know, what we were saying is like, we as parents sometimes allow our children to listen to these things. And ultimately, and she says it. It, it's what disciples our children. And, and Erica, you know, I know you're a parent. And let's face it. I know you work really, really hard yep. at yeah. listening, guarding. And you said it once during one of our podcast episodes. You know, you said like, I, you know, and you recognize that there's going to be a point where your little girl's going to grow up and you're not going to be able to protect her from certain things. And so yeah. the best you can do is teach her proper values, teach her to be a critical thinker, Teach her to love yeah. the Lord and then yeah. and then protect her in the season when you can. Doing the very thing that she's Jasmine's doing here, right? Let's pick apart Absolutely. why this is not of God and let's talk about it. Yes. And so yeah. let's talk about some of the things that she did that I personally yeah. thought were really good, especially in going upstream. So the yeah. first thing is that she's very well respected and she is someone who has a huge influence. I think she has a following of over, I would say, about 12,000 people on her social media, which is a pretty big following. And she spoke up and many of the people that follow her are believers. And so I love that. I love that she spoke up and she served as an example to the group of people that follow her. And that was part yeah. of on the on the positive side some of the comments that she was getting was that like, man, I'm so glad you spoke up. I felt this way, but maybe I yeah. didn't have the courage to say it. So kudos, man. Yeah. yeah. Or the ability to articulate it, right? Like the spirit was prompting something off. It was rubbing the wrong way, but I couldn't say it. And you did. So thank you. You know, that's, that's kind of what I saw in, in some of the comments as well. The other thing is that uh, we've talked about this, like this was an excellent way to use your social media yeah. to promote the kingdom of God. Another thing that I would say that she did was she provided evidence in light of truth. So some of those examples that I gave earlier, I think are so important because a lot of times there are, we'll see Christians out there who 
are, you know, very flippant with their their words and don't think through how someone who may not be in the word or understand the word as much may uh, take that comment or whatever they say, feedback, observations, whatever. Um, and what I think she did really well was provide examples specifically as to why they are going against what God wants us to do or think or be. So I thought she did a good job of that. The other thing that I thought she did really well was uh, she had a call to action, which she gives to the church. And that's important because one of the criticisms that she also got was this expectation of this false, I guess, expectation of expecting the world to behave like Christians. But she wasn't talking to non-believers. She was talking to Christians and she was giving them a very specific call to action. We need to pray for the people that are in the arts. So we, we need to pray for these entertainers. We need to pray for the industry, for God to encounter them. I can't think of a more compassionate and loving thing to pray yeah. about. The yeah. other thing is to speak up. I won't talk too much about that just because I know Erica highlighted exposing of the fruitless deeds to say something, especially when something is, is dark. And then the other thing was we need to raise up creative missionaries. I love that she calls them that. Who <laughs> go into yeah. the field, in the, into this industry. And so I felt like she provided a a solution and I was listening to a podcast with Ali Bestucky and Dallas Jenkins who is the creator I guess of The Chosen you know he's received a lot of criticism again mostly from Christians and one of the things that he said was he's like on one end we are told that we don't have enough Christians in the industry but then when we do have Christians in the industry who are producing art then the Christians come out and they criticize and they if they don't agree with something that we do, then they label us as heretic. And part of the the thing that we need to do is to honor those who are out there, who God has already placed into the industry and who are already in this mission field trying to make a difference. Yeah, no, that's great. I would say the other things that I saw she did, she did not engage in fruitless arguments with the people commenting. I didn't see her kind of going back at them or trying to explain. She left it where it was at. She said what she needed to say. You take it as you will. And, you know, so it looks like she's moving on. Um, and then another thing she did was she hasn't taken the post down. Like, it's still up. And so to me, that's showing that she's staying true to her convictions and that what she said is what she believes. And, you know, I think in a society at this point where a lot of times we can waver back and forth, it doesn't look like she's wavering. Um, and that's something that I would commend in her mission right now. Yeah, it's so good. I, again, I applaud um jasmine for this one i think she modeled this really really well it kind of reminded me of and it's a little bit just just stay with me just stay with me when i went to alaska with my mom and we were on this cruise there were a lot of park rangers that were like kind of always there and i got a chance to talk to one of them and i've never really encountered a park ranger but they are relentless about their work they take care of their things and there were certain things that we were not allowed to do and it had to do with like the preservation of these glaciers and things like that and i thought that it was because they just wanted to protect the em environment that we were in Mm -hmm. But the park ranger told me it goes beyond that. What they're wanting to preserve is something for the next generation. She said, we mm -hmm. work really hard at preserving these things because the same way you're enjoying this now is the same yeah. way we want future generations to enjoy mm -hmm. this. 
And it just blew my mind. And I feel like Jasmine in this post is calling us to be park rangers in a sense. <laughs> and she's saying, let's speak up. Let's let's pray. Yeah. Let's get missionaries out there into this field because we want our kids to have some form of entertainment. You know, we want our kids to yeah. enjoy some of the things. But if the industry continues to be corrupted this way, it is not necessarily something that they will ever be able to enjoy. What's so easy to do when looking at posts like this um, is to make comments and to either get really riled up, angry, and ready to fight, or completely dismissive and just say, oh, another one of those out there. And I, yeah. I would say, you know, if you're, you're, and I'm going to throw myself out there. I sometimes have to take a step back and ask myself, okay, what does God want me to take in from this information? How do I respond to this information? And so I think what we're trying to do here, because Narcelli and I can attest, like she shared with me, she was ready to go on and be like, we need to be bold and like, let's go. And, you know, after I understood what she was talking about and read through, now I'm like, ah, we need to be bold. Um, and I think we do. And but we all need to kind of ask ourselves, in what ways does God want us to do to do that? Absolutely. And so as we're having these conversations, is it, and as you may go to her Instagram post and read and understand just know that we're doing the same thing. We're doing this together, right? We are, we're going upstream together. And this is a sister in Christ who's going upstream in her own way. And, you know, Narcelli and I are going to continue to find ways that we can continue to go upstream and be bold in our own ways. And there's things that we want to figure out. Are we being bold enough? Are we saying more clearly or as best as we can where we stand in these positions or not and, and correct ourselves. And I, I just pray that you all are doing the same thing as you go into these types of social media realms where you're seeing a lot on both sides, very polar sides to to be diligent and careful and prayerful as you do that. And that being bold doesn't necessarily mean being insulting. Like we always right. say we need to be bold and gentle. And Correct. the thing yeah. and the thing is that just because something insults someone else doesn't mean that we were intentionally being insult insulting, but we have yeah. to measure that because at the end of the day, our goal is to stay pure and blameless before the Lord and to approach yeah. every situation with the with a humble heart. And even yeah. when we're speaking up, we we're we're speaking truth but with the ultimate goal of furthering the kingdom of God and glory, glorifying God, not with the goal of insulting a person. Now, if that, if what we say yeah. and the truth that we share insults a person or offends them, I should say, not insult them, but offend them, then that's between, that's between them and God. Because sometimes, most times when we do share <laughs> truth, the, the truth confronts you and yeah. it just doesn't feel good yeah. because it is challenging what the flesh desires and so yep. pursuers we thank you so much for your time one of the things that i wanted to do to close today which may be a little bit different is i actually want to just take a few minutes to pray for jasmine and i'm, I'm we're calling yeah. you as our pursuers to join us in this prayer so when you're listening to this no matter the date we just ask you to take a moment to lift up your own prayer out of your own heart over mm. Jasmine Wheeler and also her ministry at Mercy Culture and then also her ministry with the Axel 
Creative, which is also a podcast uh, where she is raising up creative missionaries. So, yeah. Father, we thank you for your daughter, Jasmine. We thank you, God, for the influence that you have given her. And we thank you, God, for the heart and the purpose and the calling you placed over her life. I pray that you continue to give her boldness, that you protect yes. her from any arrows of the enemy, especially as yes. she walks boldly in your purposes. Mm -hmm. We thank you for yes. every friend, every prayer warrior that you yes. have put in her midst to surround her, to protect her, and mm -hmm. um, and to to help her and guide her as she continues to do the work that you prepare yeah, for her right. to complete way, way, yeah. way, way in advance before the foundation oh, yes, of the earth. I pray, Lord, that you put so many people under her leadership and her discipleship, Lord, that you help her achieve the goal of race, the next generation uh, of creatives. And we ask, Lord, that as we look to her as a, as a great um, modern day example, I pray, God, that um, you help yes. us identify areas in which you want us to focus on so that we can yes. be bold and gentle as we share the greatest news on the planet, um, yes. which is your son. We love you, Lord, and we praise you in Jesus' name. And the church says, Amen. 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 Let's continue to swim upstream. We hope you have a wonderful week and let's stand for truth pursuers.